You're listening to Campus Review Radio. What are the key points of Dropbox Education? What we're announcing today is um, just really a, a new way of talking about how we price and package the Dropbox business tools for, for education. And, and the key things is, is how, do we, how do we manage to provide the same functionality that we do to our you know, biggest corporate and enterprise customers worldwide to, um, to faculty and students in the education space. So really the key thing today is we're, we're, just, we're just talking about some of our biggest and best and brightest, you know, brightest new customers, um, but also an approach that we've got to creating something that's really affordable, particularly in the university space. What makes Dropbox Education different from just your standard Dropbox? Well, of course, we're a company that's grown up from being a, a, um, a consumer tool, and we've been in market with a, with a corporate and a business product for enterprises for, for quite some time. So really, it's a, it's, education is enabling us to have um, a conversation that's really value-based, really about bringing those, you know, those really business-focused and corporate-focused um, areas of functionality to the education users. So, so they don't have to use the, the, the consumer product. We can actually provide a lot of the functionality of the business product. So you know, the kind of auditability and traceability and version controls and all the integrations with other key pieces of the, you know, the university CIO's portfolio of technology. So it's, really it's about bridging the gap really between the, you know, the cost efficiency of using a consumer product in a business environment but also providing some um, you know, re- really high-end enterprise features at a price point that's uh, really quite useful and really attractive, particularly for the faculty staff. Could you r- run us through a few examples of how universities might use it? Particularly here, I mean, we're, we're working with um, you know, a lot of the universities here, here in Australia, uh, and particularly we're in, we're in process of deployment with, with quite a few of the, of the very large ones. And if we, we focus on how they use it. It's it's not only for you know storing their own information internally of faculty and and sharing um, and collaborating on on projects and, and pieces of work with their students. But what we also see is we have some really interesting tools internally here at Dropbox and are available to our business customers around how they collaborate externally. And we're able to map, um, particularly for the faculty staff. And also for the you know the the CIO or the IT manager inside of the university or even in the individual um, departments and faculties about how their data is is being shared externally as well. And it's it's really interesting to see just the the sheer volume of of sharing that goes on not only between different universities um, but other you know government bodies and all kinds of things because a lot of these um, institutions are doing research in a very commercial or even in a government sense. And so it's great to be able to visualize and, and to actually put a qualitative kind of view around and a quantitative view around how these collaboration maps actually um, display how data moves between um, people within the faculty and then external, regardless whether they're in business or if they're in um, you know, some kind of public um, establishment. So you sort of see it as streamlining the administrative burden behind universities? Yeah, absolutely. So that's the great thing is, I mean, a lot of, the, a lot of this data that's moving around is really, the, you know, it's the IP of the faculty, it's the IP of the university, it's the IP of the researchers. And so having a, having a single platform that enables that to be controlled and actually part of the, the university's um, portfolio of managed services is a real boon. So, so you know, the consumerization of IT is great, but it's also great to know that while these consumer grade and strength tools are, are being used, and that's great for for um, 
productivity and mobility, but it's also really good to know that you know that that's part of our you know, audited and trusted and controlled set of systems. So, so by putting these extra controls around it, it really gives the the university you know, a good level of you know, governance and uh, assurance about their own intellectual property, but, but doing that in a way that actually encourages this this open mobile collaboration and then you know collaborating not only internally but externally as well. Would schools be able to use Dropbox education as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, I mean, the K-12 space is, you know, it's, it's a little bit different in terms of its adoption curves. Certainly, whenever we look at the um, at metadata tools within an environment, there's, you know, there's huge amounts of adoption. And, and actually, this is, this is a pretty interesting point is because some of the, the programs that we've run in the past, like Campus Cup, Campus Cup was aimed at students and providing them with extra Dropbox storage by um, you know, inviting their other, their other you know, friends and colleagues, if you like, in the student setting to, to share data and share information and to collaborate. Then we provide them with more storage and provide them with rewards. And so we've we've always had this this huge sort of groundswell of of use within the student population, and that's the same in the in the K to twelve space as well. And we find there's there's a lot of use in that space. Um, but certainly, I mean, we're we're having lots of conversations right now, particularly in Australia, with with K to twelve organisations around um, now starting about the education scheme. How user friendly is it? Would it require a lot of training to be able to use? No, absolutely not. It's it's really it's the same Dropbox that you know and love from from the consumer world, um, and you, you barely notice you know, any difference to any of the functionality other than you'll have more functionality. So the ability to have password-protected shared links, um, and we actually created something as well um, that enables people to, to drop data into a folder in a one-way sense. So you know, there's, there's, lots of, there's lots of nice little additions that we've, that we've brought to this as a feature called file requests. So you can imagine being, you know, being a lecturer and saying, okay, I'd like everyone to, to submit something that they're working on to this particular request. And of course, the students can't see each other's, but they can, they can drop it in there in a one-way sense. And then on top of that, you've got access to um, infinite versions of all your documents. So you, know, you can just wind back to yesterday's version or the version you had three months ago if somebody happens to delete it for you. Um, so there's just a whole raft of extra business features that we add on top. But ultimately, underneath it all, it's the, the same usable products. It's the same um, user interface and the same kind of very, very, very intuitive way of, of working that people kind of got to know just using the consumer edition.